my ex made me a new person or the affair made me a new person and I'm not happy with it. That's something that I see online and I hear in person and conversations all the time. People's frustration with who their partner or their ex made them become. So many people describe the experience of being so trusting, being so carefree, being so hopeful, being so happy, and then the affair happened. And whether they got back together or not, there's this resentment toward their partner or their ex that they are now none of those things. They're bitter, withdrawn, a little bit more. They keep their cards closer to their chest. They don't let people in as easily. They don't trust as easily. And there's often just this confusion of like, what do I do with that? There's the frustration of, I'm mad at that person for making me this way. And then there's the question of what do I do now? And I want to address both sides of that. First, by pointing out, nobody likes to hear it. They did not make you that way. They chose to live a certain way and you chose a vehicle of response. And that vehicle of response was likely the best one that you had available at the time. And it probably served its purpose to some extent, but don't give anybody that much power over you to say, they made me this way. They caused me to be this way. They introduced an unfair, extremely challenging situation and you adapted in a certain way to handle it. But then the question is, okay, what do you do with it? First, again, you might be annoyed. First is recognize some of the good that can come from it. And I made a whole video about this, about the difference between post-traumatic growth and post-traumatic stress. And the point to hear, to highlight is, Oftentimes, those who do process it healthily, they become very, very strong people whose love and whose joy and whose hope can't be as easily broken the next time. It's kind of like that analogy of when you break a bone, that exact point where the bone was broken is less likely to ever break again. And so if you are ever able to heal that original wound of having your hope just snatched away from you, having your trust ripped out of your heart. If you're able to heal that and actually learn how to trust again, learn how to have hope again, learn how to love without reservation again, then that part of you will likely never be broken and you will become this person that is absolutely amazing and happier than ever. So recognize that. And then secondly, recognize that the crappy parts need to be fixed. They need to be addressed. I don't care about anybody's pity story of how they got that way. What I want so deep and so desperately is for you to be able to be free from that pain and be free from that misery. So when it comes to things, the most common one is trust. Do the work, do the personal work of learning how you are going to be able to trust people again. You know, that's the part of you where you don't want to live the rest of your life saying, oh yeah, I loved this one person and they broke my heart. And then I just chose that instead of loving or trusting ever again, I'm just going to shrivel up and never love anybody. The main way that I've been able to help people just through a conversation see the absurdity of choosing to never trust again is to ask the question, where will that take you 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now? What will your life look like? You will be cut off and lonely and depressed if you do not learn how to trust again. So make it a priority. Instead of asking, how could this possibly happen to me? It makes sense how it happened. 
it makes complete sense why it happened. But the question now is, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay in this point of not able to ever trust anyone again? Or are you going to fight, absolutely fight, to learn how to become a strong enough person with a big enough heart that you can dare risk to love again? That's the question. If you want to do it, here to help. If not, I don't know. Good luck.